following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of a bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups, and they even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all gifts, school, snack, and clothing needs. So next time you're in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Parker Bear, and the name of this podcast, Technology, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. Hey everyone, I'm Parker Bear, and welcome to our new podcast titled Technology. This podcast is where myself and my co-host Dominic Scarpignato discuss the newest technology stories going on in the world and how it affects everyone. Whether it's the new phones coming out or new tech companies releasing a new product, we're here to talk about it. With all that said, let's jump right into it. Welcome everyone to the second episode of Technology. It's nice to be back another week. I'm home your host, Parker Bear, and co-host Dominic Scarpignato. How you doing, Dom? Good. What about you, Parker? Good, good. It's nice that um, week one went well. I'm back for week two, and everything's going well. I heard the viewers liked the first week, and it was really well done, and excited to be back and hopefully keep doing this weekly. Yeah, and, and it's also the I uh, heard the hurricane's over with. How you how you been holding up? I know it didn't hit as hard as what you th- on your side of where you were. Oh yeah, the east coast of Florida is doing just fine. Uh, it's mostly the west coast that got hit pretty hard. So we're doing mm-hmm. all right. Classes are back up to normal and everything. Campus is fully operational, so all the classes are good and everything. Nice, nice. Yeah, for all of our viewers, by the, by the way, yes, uh, we're doing this over a Zoom call right now. Just Dom's including it for us, so if the audio sounds a bit different on mine compared to his, that's just what that's just the situation. But all is well, all is good. So jumping into this week's um, news topic, guys, if you ever wanted to learn about VR, you ever wanted you know get a VR headset, it might be the time to do so now if you can afford it. Um, so this week they announced some. Um, Mark Zuckerberg announced the new Quest Pro VR headset, which is basically, it's similar in his Quest line of VR headsets that he's had previously. This is like the next evolution of it. And it basically is very advanced compared to the old ones. And it's pretty cool when I was looking at a preview of it, Dom, just looking at all the technology that goes into it. Um, Oh yeah, definitely. I would say for myself, I haven't had much experience in VR. But what about your what about your experiences? I've had little experience with it, uh, with VR itself, but um, it it seems fascinating. And you know, with this new uh, Quest Pro, I, I might join in. But 
it's also at a price tag of fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah. maybe, maybe not. But I think it's important to you know look at the price tag of this because the Quest Two is four hundred dollars. This one's fifteen hundred. So huge price up. But also you're getting a huge difference in capabilities. Yeah, it says here in the article with a price tag of four. $1,500. Quest Pro is almost four times the price of the Meta's current headset, the Quest 2, which starts at only $400, which that's basically an $1,100 difference when you compare the Quest 2 to the Quest Pro. Now, I know that this definitely has is more advancements in technology and more different components that go into it that make it presumably more worth it over the Quest 2, but what it also seems to me, I definitely think with this is that, you know, that luxury kind of price tag and that the pro specifically, because with the quest two, yes, it was something like kind of nice quality and you're getting what you pay for. This definitely seems like something that you're paying for that premium price for a product like this. Oh yeah. And also don't forget the, um, the mixed reality capabilities of the quest pro. So the, what mixed reality means is basically like, with the headset, it means that like it will show digital content in your actual surroundings, which hasn't really been done too much before. So that's really cool. That's being put on a consumer product like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when the the term that uh, Mark Zuckerberg uses is called the metaverse. And basically, for what that is, reviewers listening, that's just the virtual world, basically where people can interact with each other. It's still in its infant stages, but it's their kind of kind of think of it as like electronic lobby of some kind or electronic uh, meet and greet. You can kind of you can meet new people and get to know everybody just in a virtual setting compared to an in-person setting. And um, it it's definitely cool what um, tech they can cram into this thing. I know, I mean, you being definitely as an engineering major, definitely know. With some of these products that come out, especially in the VR world, it takes a lot of high tech, you know, good chipsets and everything and good amount of technology to make this stuff worthwhile. Oh, yeah. And like like I said before, um, personally, I wait until later versions of newly announced items uh, come out before I purchase them. Like I wait like a month or two. So then to get all the um, the all the weird uh little things out of the product like so it works more smoothly because you usually in my experience with technology is when you buy like the first line of a product usually that has the most disabilities compared to like several lines ahead mm -hmm. so I, I personally wouldn't purchase i wouldn't pre-order this or anything or buy it like right now i wait a bit before i purchased it just because I like it when my uh, items run smoothly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It definitely, in the past with me, I've also had experiences where I've bought a product where it's the first off the production line and there's a lot of different issues that have to be worked out. And it, you know, it, it comes in time, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out with software updates and, you know, updates throughout the t its lifespan. It's just definitely, you know, there's all hype around a new product, especially like with VR. I mean, a lot of these things usually, all of these headsets usually launch around the holiday season. And 
especially during the holiday season, people don't think twice about buying something that regardless if it's like how trusted it is, or how reliable it's more because mm -hmm. of the hype value or if it's brand new, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, that's definitely seems like a trend in uh consumer purchasing, like most uh, new items, new things on the, um, uh, market come out towards christmas black friday and all that it, it, it's of course because of marketing you know people are in the buying mood then so it makes the most sense to output product during people's buying mood wherein they're actually purchasing stuff because then they're more likely to purchase your product also children what they put on their christmas list um i would i'd be surprised if i did not see a few quest pros on children's christmas lists because you know seems like kids also are getting into virtual reality these days too so yeah i think it's definitely becoming more standardized in the society that we live in and yeah definitely i, th I think that definitely certain age ranges for kids are going to be more attractive to this than others i think kind of in the sense of middle school to early high school people are really going to be interested in it it's just practicality of availability is one thing because you know that these things are probably going to sell really quick being on the first line of, of mm -hmm. first wave yeah. of being on the market and also that fifteen hundred dollar price tag is tough to swallow when you know you know yeah it's christmas time and you're buying things for your family and your children but that's a lot of money for one thing. And maybe that is only their one thing they get. But that's still a hefty price tag for what you're paying for one product. But in now, in society now, I think that with it being more standardized, I think just like the phone. I mean, I bet you can relate like um, iPhone or Apple. When they have released a new iPhone, you can be on a plan to basically trade in your old one and get a new one. But that upfront cost, if you're buying one now, is probably going to be over $1,000. Oh, yeah. But um, also, I think it's important to, to note that in a few years, this, this price will be down substantially. Maybe not for the exact product of the Quest Pro, but the engineering and all that will be out by then. And you have several other competing companies. And then you could probably get a product of at least this equivalence in the next three or four years for eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Just just with the, the uh, trends we see in technology today, and over the past decades. Yeah, I think definitely that in the next couple of years, and each year it feels like the technology advances bit by bit. And especially with VR, we're still in the infant stages of it. Whether people want to admit, oh, oh the future is here and everything you know we're still learning as we go along it's not all figured out yet because there's still got to be there's still going to be some forks in the road of which path do we go down here to make it more affordable and also more accessible to our consumers and on the market yeah definitely and yeah the meta i feel like the metaverse becoming like a big thing like the, as big as the internet is today, that's gonna that's gonna take a bit, at least a decade, I would think, before yeah. before we re, uh, we reach levels that the internet's at currently. Yeah, I agree, definitely. And it talks about here in the article. Um, this article talks about it boasts thinner lenses, a curved battery around the 
head strap at the back and controllers which self-track. The headset also allows users to see their real environment around the periphery of the screen. Quest Pro has mixed reality capabilities and like its predecessor, meaning digital content can be viewed overlaid on the real world. And MetaBoss Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, said mixed reality was the next major step for VR, which everything he says here and everything that this product shows definitely is nice to hear to the ear. And the actual, the product itself, I should say, does look pretty sleek. Again, it's, but my biggest question mark with this as well, and it talks about a little bit in the article, but I want to get your opinion as well, and I'll give mine in a sec. What do you think that rivaling companies are getting into VR might respond, or what do you think their game plan is to something that, that obviously Mark Zuckerberg is jumping headfirst into a, a more expensive and a highly technical piece of hardware compared to the, its competitor? Well, yeah. The, if, I, if I were a competitor in this field, um, I, I would first see what type of demographic is buying these VR headsets. Like, it, it depends what uh, category of income we're looking at for our consumers. Um, so, if we're, if we're talking about potentially getting the uh, lower middle class or middle class more into VR, you definitely lower the price. That's just to get more consumers in general. So uh, assuming that, I would focus mostly on getting the price down in production and keeping the highest possible quality of the product. So basically what I, I would do as a uh, competitor of Zuckerberg is I would almost mimic the design of the Quest Pro without getting in any legal trouble, but at the same time lowering the price. So take the as much technology as I can from Zuckerberg and then create another product. So basically clone it. That would be the most efficient way, I'm sure. We're going to see many uh, foreign competitors do that. Yeah, I agree. I think that my personal opinion, I think as well, competitors should take what they see from this and learn from it and it is try to match it. And if not, make their product stand out just as good as Mark Zuckerberg's headset does as well. Because especially in the business setting and just the, this world, you know, in the marketplace, you want to make your product sell better than somebody else's. That's kind of the basics of what in, mm -hmm. you know, marketing and just, you know, getting your product out there. And you know, Mark, everybody knows Mark Zuckerberg and everybody knows, you know, Facebook and knowing that and the name that he carries, it just his, the wealth of knowledge that he has, you know, he's not dumb. This is going to be a successful product, whether people want it to be or not, when it comes to, oh, I think that another company could do it better. Well, I mean, and you'll see, and people will see it during, like I said, the holiday season, when it comes to their promotional material, they're going to want to push this product as I guess the newest thing on the market. I was gonna say like the new kid on the block in a sense, but you know yeah. it's 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 that new piece of tech that really wants to push VR forward. And I think other companies definitely are trying to get in while they can, and I think it's a good time to. I just think that trying to innovate but also be original is tough when you have the same idea as somebody else. But how do you make it your own and make it original to your own brand and company? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. But I, I want to go back a little bit to the point where you said 
everybody knows Mark Zuckerberg. That mm-hmm. that actually scares. I think that scares away a demographic of people of a little bit uh, older, thirties and up, because Zuckerberg does um, does have that appearance appearance to that demographic of being untrustworthy, just because of the data collection and everything from Facebook. So potential competitors see that. They could use that against uh, Mark and have their advertising as more secure, not selling data. That would that would definitely be a uh, great way to target the, that older demographic for selling a, a product like this. Yeah, I, I I agree, and that's a good point. Definitely, like what happened, and I don't, I didn't follow closely. Obviously, what happened with in the past i know he got into some hot water with you know data collecting through facebook and everything so his trustworthy side of, of as a person is questionable business side it you know it speaks for itself that's never going to change but i think that bringing up that point about definitely knowing the person and who he is that will turn some people off and it could make some people turn the other direction and say oh what does this company have or what is this product compared to this product and i think definitely when it comes to long-term success you can't erase the past especially when it comes to you know popular figure as mark zuckerberg is you know his name you say his name you're gonna get a wide variety of opinions about him more now than you would have ever after everything has happened (laughs) but especially with this product i think people are gonna look at and say well this is cool but it's also, you know, this is the same guy that, you know, had had some shady stuff happen. You know, how do I know that, you know, it's worth my money and time to invest into something like this and pick up this product when other companies could do it for cheaper? And I might also have a better personal connection or might like the company better rather than Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Yeah, so definitely a difference in demographic there. Uh, that, oh, potential difference. Also, that design does look great, like you said, Parker. I mean, it's very slick. It looks like it's very comfortable in your head with the definitely the back padding, everything. Definitely mm-hmm. looks like very high quality material. So it doesn't look like cheap plastic, which is good. Be very disappointed if I spent fifteen hundred dollars on a product that looked like cheap plastic. <laughs> yeah. And I think definitely because I've used, uh, I have a friend that has the Quest 2 and I've used it. And my first experience was, was this is really cool. And at that price tag, I thought, well, this makes sense. You know, this isn't outrageous or anything. I mean, if you have a Quest 2 still, don't go throw that in the trash can because that thing is still good and it's it's going to be good for a while. The Quest Pro is just for that pe- those people that want that more premium product that are going to spend that money for it. Yeah, and, and and remember, uh, the premium products usually um, turn into less premium products as it goes down the line. So this technology in a few years will probably no longer be considered premium. It'll be more considered standard. So if you wait a few years, you're going to get uh, more of a standard price for mm-hmm. this type of product. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing with me. Like you said earlier, waiting for the product to come out, especially its first assembly line, the first production and the production quality itself, you you never want to jump the gun too quick and buy something. It was also without seeing reviews for it. I mean, early reviews 
sometimes can be swayed one way or another based on, you know, sometimes people that review products are sponsored by them. So they have to read a certain script or say certain things that the company is going to adhere to and like. So me, for me, definitely, I'm, I'm not going to buy this product, but I, my interest is there just to see how it is, especially with this technology that's there and how that can be applied to the future in terms of what other products can come from this. You know, they're going to keep innovating on this idea of it, the headset and everything, but eventually, like you said, 10 years down the line, you know, what does the world look like at that point with VR? Yeah, exactly. We, we don't we don't really know um, too well, but we, we do have an idea that is going to um, we have great progress down the line. That that's a pretty good indication that that's going to happen because just previous trends in technology just always and always improving. So we we can say with uh, good confidence that you know the products later down the line are going to improve vastly from what they are today. Yeah. And bringing the one thing I want to kind of wrapping this up, but I'll propose this question because I think it ties it all together. Your opinion or do you think that VR in the world we live in now, and it's still advancing, do you think VR is a good is a good thing? Or do you think it can kind of be a setback in some things or another way? Or do you think it's a little bit of both? I, I just think it's mutual at this point. I mean, it's always uh, up to the individual if VR is a good thing or bad thing at this point. I mean, you're spending your entire life in virtual reality. I would say it's a bad thing because you, know, you got to take care of your body. I mean, you, you're only interacting with a small proportion of the world if you're on VR at this time. But later on, maybe we'll see something like we see in the movies, you know, where... um. VR becomes a supplemental component of life where many of us will have jobs in the metaverse. But it's hard to predict this, but the trend I'm seeing it go towards is more mutual than it is beneficial or harmful. Yeah, I think I'm kind of there as well. I, I think that it's kind of a consumption thing with me because I think that it's it's a good thing to have like a different perspective and it's a cool idea and i think the technology is there to make it useful and productive in the world we live in in society i think though too much consumption especially when you look at the age groups you know you kind of have to think of demographic of like what it's made for and it'll probably advance so it's made for all ages and all demographics which makes sense it's to me it's just how much are you consuming of it especially in its in its early stages until it gets really standardized and all the issues are sorted out and how productive are you with it? Or is it just something that's, oh, this is cool and this is for fun rather than exactly. something that's a standardized yeah. in life yet? And yeah, I think that, that's a great point. And I think that the whole idea of virtual reality, again, I've, I've always been a fan of it. I just think it needs to be executed well and not just something that's like, oh, VR. It's like, it's just this kind of trendy thing. It's like, no, you can make this work. I mean, it's it's something that I don't think will ever replace, you know, it's to me, I don't think it'll, it's not going to replace like humans, like human interaction that needs to still be a standardized thing in life, in the society, in my opinion. But I think that VR definitely, it presents options that, you know, take for Zoom example, which we're on right now, like that's, it's not VR, but, you know, doing something over a long distance 
but also being able to see the person's face to face, but in a different setting could be interesting down the line compared to what is right now with technology, even though that's not VR, you can apply it to VR and still have the same idea of like interaction and, you know, in the workforce, you know, jobs eventually, you know, transitioning in some case to that, you know, I don't think it'll ever be fully that and maybe in our lifetime ever, but it's definitely something that I think people will test and yeah, not de- sure how they'll succeed. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's the newest news with the uh, Mark Zuckerberg with the Quest Pro VR headset. Definitely an interesting innovation in technology, and I'll I think we'll be curious to see how it pans out. Definitely, yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for being here on this episode of Technology. We had a good time discussing the new technology news this week, and we hope you did too. We will see you in the next one. Take care.